this the beginning of the episode. You're here for the first ever How to Hardscape slash Not Our Finest Hour crossover episode, where the first half of the episode will be aired on How to Hardscape, and the second half of the episode will be aired on Not Our Finest Hour. And we have a very special guest on the first crossover episode, uh, Trisha Hamilton from Sitescape, who is the vice president of HR and whose sole focus is hiring and HR human resource management, which obviously is a hot conversation piece in February in the landscaping world. And we are super lucky. I've known Trisha a long time. She is super smart. And um, definitely we're definitely the best of the four of us on this podcast. <laughs> um, Thank you. Welcome, Trisha. Nice. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited. Through your career, and now now answer this however you want, because I think we're at that time of the episode. Uh, through oh, your career. <laughs> okay, I got lots of... Okay, I got I'm lots in, of... In, Chad and I are ready to fucking go. Let's go, baby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. I need to buckle up. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll kick things off with this here. So through your okay. career, yep. have you noticed a change in people? Uh, in terms of like generational changes and how you actually have to tailor, I don't know, like interview questions or just uh, disputes, anything that comes up. Uh, do you find generational differences that you actually have to work at when you interact with different generations? I think so. Yeah. I, yeah. and I, and, you know, and I don't, I don't like, you know, putting people in that kind of, you know, stereotype or that group or that categorization um, there's definitely been a change in, I think the younger generation, um, w- their expectations of what their career would look like or where they would walk into a company. Um, you know, and, and I think long gone are the days of where you started, you know, as a, uh, you know, like my grandfather did where he started stocking shelves at a grocery store and then was top sales guy for general Mills cereal in Canada. Like you don't hear those stories anymore. Um, you know, so yeah, I do tailor things differently. I think too, like that aspect of always being behind the computer and their phone, younger people maybe don't have the same speaking skills, um, you know, and and that oral presentation of themselves in an interview is challenging for them, whereas they're happy to do it by Zoom, right? Whereas I think for us, when the pandemic hit and, you know, well, for me, because I'm older, when the pandemic hit and I was like, you want me to speak on the computer like what like i'm an in-person kind of in your face person so i think that presents challenges too you know um but i think there's still like really great young people that are looking for work and that you just have to find and give them the opportunity and and remember that they're just used to having their phone in their hand 24 gotcha. i i oh, think we have sorry chad what does the reality check look like then for these uh these mm-hmm. younger generations coming in uh can you break them to the point that hey they fit in with the rest of the guys now or yeah, are you some... always going to have to soft step to these new kids uh, yeah like they, it is a bit softer right and and um the phone thing like when you tell them like you know you know you can't use your phone until it's on, you're on break they're like what like, yeah, we're like, it's better if you just leave it in the truck, right? And then you go on break and you go and you take your phone. Like that to them is just unheard of. So, um, and I think too, like, you know, the construction industry has changed a lot. You know, I think, especially in the commercial setting, you don't see as much of that form and just screaming at you to, you know, get to work. Um, and they don't like it. They don't want to be yelled at. They want to be, they expect to be able to, yeah. 
to be treated like I had, I had a discussion today with a couple of us. I have a, and I love him. One of our guys keeps parking wow. a machine at the dump, at the back of the dump. <laughs> yeah. And it's wet and muddy, and I can't get yep. to it to fuel it. And he keeps doing it. And so I went to the dump today, couldn't get to the machine. I'm a little bit frustrated. And so I called Callie and I said, listen, I know if I grab him and scream in his face, yes. <laughs> you are a fucking idiot. Stop <laughs> fucking parking there. What the fuck are you doing? We've discussed this a hundred times. He will never do it again. But yeah, being but... that I'm trying to be a better person. And <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> I, well, I, I, looking back on the way I treated people in my life, I don't think it was great. I think there's lots of people I mistreated a lot, like really heavily. Um, so I don't want to be that person anymore. I've tried seven different ways to say, hey, man, yes. can we not park here? So I said to Kelly, like, what? can you tell me a different way to communicate this? Like, should I get a billboard or like tape a sticky note in the, you know, I, I just because I, I'm looking for different ways to communicate with that generation too, because a lot of our staff fits into that generation. And I don't think those, that generation of people is lazy at all. They're, I know they're, they're not. Never, yeah. Like they're hardworking people. Yeah. They, but they do, they do have a larger, like when I started, you went and you did what you were told and you did it blindly. And you didn't question. Yes. Yeah. And well, you new... should. You know what you should do though is you should make an Instagram post about not parking the machine there, and <laughs> yeah. I bet you that he would see. <laughs> or Snapchat, you know. And, well, I did. I did call him today, and I said, "Bro, listen, I don't want to yell at you. I love yeah. you. You're such a good guy. Yes. But stop, please." Please stop parking there. And he was like, man, I did it again. I'm really sorry. So I, I think we found a way through it, but it just was like, I think yes. that that general, like I, we have most of our staff fits into that sort of between 25 and 35 range, which is what people yep. would consider millennials. Yep. Um, and they all work really hard and they're smart. Yep. They just, they all want more information than my generation yes. got. The and more from exactly yeah the why yeah why are we doing this I, why and it, if you explain it to them usually like that why goes a long way and i have you know i have teenage girls right so i have a 22 year old and she's a hustler she'll work you know she works so hard and she's always working and and work drives her and making money drives her so they're not lazy um but they are you know different than we were they want to understand the why and I, and I get that. I like knowing why too. I've just always been a curious person, but I find if you tell them like the why generally it goes, it goes better. It's hard, it, but do you think that they'll ever fit in with the old construction guys? Ever is a good question. Like, do you, but do you think like you can bridge that? Like, you know, right. Generational change. So you've got new laborers coming in, you've got your, foreman who's you know seen it all and has been in the era of getting grabbed by the collar and screamed at when he did something right. wrong on his first day right like do you think you can ever get them to the same i'm careful with language yeah and i i but you them. are because you're the boss right but like the guys yeah. working together they're not careful my guys sure as shit aren't careful with yeah. their language and they're talking to each other yeah. i would assume they're my guys are not yeah, it's 
like I've had a client, a residential client, tell me before she was, she was <laughs> afraid to come outside of her house because she thought the guys were fighting. And yeah. the guys just have, no, that's just how we talk to each other. And like, I'm embarrassed yeah. about it, but again, yeah. I'm not on site. No. Nine hours to the day, right? So, um, we we have had a couple of complaints um, on a com- on a commercial site um, about language, and it depends. You know, it depends where you're working. Like if you're working in the city, and there's you know condos and residences around, you know you do have to be careful of your language. Similarly, if you're on a you know very professional corporate nuclear site, they you can't use that kind of language either, right? So we've had some complaints about it. I, I don't. I don't, yeah, know if ahead, there's a, I don't know if there's a quick fix other than I think both sides have to give a little. Yeah, I think so too. I don't I don't think that uh, the guy who's been at a company for 25 years can have an expectation of someone who's 25 years younger than them potentially to behave and act the same way. I I struggled with that a lot and now I'm much more accepting of it it took me a really long time to learn that because it's different, it's not wrong. Yes. As a and person. you can learn a lot from like the old guy can learn a lot from the young guy, you know, I think wisdom, but also like, I don't know, talking to talking to young people is invigorating. They've got so much more life in them and, you know, they're going to, they're going to mess shit up now different ways than, you know, you did. And you get to kind of watch them go through it. So I don't know. I think there's something that, so you can learn from each other. Agree. So how do you resolve disputes between employees? Ooh, <laughs> that's a loaded one. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, we, it depends on the severity of the dispute. Um, we've had some serious ones. Um, we've had, we've, we've done a lot of sit down, uh, HR sit downs at uh, the boardroom. Um some some removals from site. I think sometimes if it's like it's heated, it's midsummer, it's 40 degrees outside, you know, tempers are hot. Sometimes it's better that you just kind of remove it from site, like the the argument, maybe both parties from site for a day, cool down, cooler heads prevail, 24 hours, give them kind of a break, um, and then you know, have a talk with them. Um, yeah, there's there's been there's been quite a few disputes over the four years that I've been doing this. Do you so have mostly a, it's talking through? Do you have a discipline like a s- stages of discipline? Yeah, we have a progressive I, I, discipline form. So it and, you know, and it depends on kind of the severity of what's happened. Like if it's a you know they they were yelling at each other and somebody took offense to it and you know was maybe being more sensitive and that's okay that day. Um, that's one thing. But if you're you know if you're threatening or kind of in that harassment kind of area, then you really do need to take it serious. And, you know, it's suspended days without pay or, um, you know, those kind of things. Hmm. What if someone's late? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Um, late's really hard because, you know, there are valid reasons for being late, right? Totally. Like, Totally there's, agree. there's some, you know, some things happen and y- you've got a good reason. And then there's the guy who has had car trouble 18 times in a month and he's had a flat tire. I fired that guy. Yeah. Right. Like, like so, I, I, yeah. So it's, it like, was an excuse to fire him, but he got fired because the yeah. car didn't start for 18 for days in a row. 18 days in a row. Yeah. Um, you know, and 
he, and it's like, at some point, do you not like, or the traffic? Okay. Well, at some point you need to get up earlier and leave earlier. Like you're aware there's a traffic issue. Um, so generally the foreman deal with the lates. I usually only get it once it's getting to a point where somebody's really frustrated and nothing that they're doing is working. Um, so that's kind of when I step in. And again, it's, you have to go with that progressive discipline, right? Or if you can't show up to work on time, then you can't work here. Um, we have to have our people there that we start at seven. So, you know, on most sites, how many yeah, steps, sure. sorry, how many steps to that discipline are there before, uh, they get fired or some sort of action gets taken? So it's written. Yeah. So, or sorry. It's verbal. So verbal warning, written warning, which will go in their file. Then it would go to like a suspension without pay. Like, I'm, you know, you're off for three days, no pay. Um, then I would probably at that point, if it's the, the, the same theme is recurring, then it would be a, gotta let you go. Do you document, yeah. document the verbal warnings? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And is that flexible and, based on how yeah. good the worker is? Because uh, yes. I know I would break my own rule if the guy was really good and we needed him to finish a job or finish the season or something like that, I'd yeah. probably let more shit slide than I would if he were an instigator and he was not good at his job or like, yes. Yeah. And I think too, like people, like I try to remember, like there's, there could be something going on personally that is affecting their work at this time. So the outside stresses really influence kind of your day-to-day life. So, you know, if you've got a regularly good worker who shows up on time, he's skilled, he's productive, you've never seen any problems and all of a sudden you get in and he's just, you know, he's pulled a 180 and he's a completely different guy. There's got to be something going on. Um, And, you know, I think you have to have kind of some compassion and leeway on those kind of cases as well. It's challenging. Um, So I have guys that, for the life of them, they can't get along and I have to separate oh, them. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I'm sort of my, as a business, I'm limiting what I can do based on my chess pieces. Right. I have like the pawn and the, the queen can go together, whatever. And then the two, the knight and the rook can go together, but I can't mix them up and I can't play the full board. Um, is there a way to overcome this? Do I need to add? Uh, different pieces more pieces like what's a is there a solution to this or am i just going to be stuck for the next 25 years playing this game with so i you know i i guess i would ask what you've what you've already done but also is do you need to tailor like is are those two roles those two people so important that you're tailoring your whole business and your whole business model yeah moving those chess pieces yeah, we um, are, right? Like, we'll have the excavation yeah. crew and the, the planting crew that can't touch the interlock crew, and there's no fucking... The interlock crew, if they're not busy for a day, well, we're finding them another job to do for that day we're because we're not putting them with the other crew because it it doesn't... And we're asking for a, an issue. Down? You've done a sit-down with no, both of them no, no, at done, the same table? Um, we've done the bare minimum because <laughs> um, that's just the type of landscape company we run and uh, <laughs> the confrontation and it's uh we like to think we're professional but we don't have an hr department right like we don't have another missing piece that we could really use to to sort of round out the whole operation um, i think yeah and i think everybody doesn't like 
it's HR is kind of like one of those words like HR. Um, and do you really need an HR department? You know, I run, I've ran this business for how many years? Do I really need an HR department? Um, but I think in dispute resolution and, and that kind of thing, you, you dig into the why and work the problem. So what so is it's it? essential? Like I, yeah. I'm missing a major step by not doing this is what you're telling me. I would tell you, yeah, if I was, yeah, if, okay. yeah, I would say you'd need to, you need to understand why and have them sit at the table with you and have a conversation an open conversation and like air, clear the air, um, yeah. get their feelings out and then say, how do we work? How do we, and put it to them? How do we work towards this? Because I can't limit my business model because you two can't get along. That's not working for me anymore. It's actually costing me money because when I can't send a crew over here because you got you're working there, I'm sending them somewhere else. It's it's costing me money. Yeah. So how do how do we fix this? Yeah. We how definitely long, need how long has the dispute been going on? Jim? Yeah. Um for I don't know a couple of years now. Well I mean like it's not like they see each other in the morning and uh they want to fight like right off the bat, it's not like two stray cats or something like that, right? Like, yeah. um, they're civil to each other, but as two leaders, so one is a 65 year old and one is a 30 year old. Um, anytime you put them in a situation where they both think that they can lead, they will try and get ahead of each other for that. And then it just snowballs from there. And is, was it the original dispute just over work-related things? Like it was just about who was in charge or was it about a decision that one made on a site? No, it was, I think somebody moved someone's lunch kit. No, a lunch kit? Yeah, and then oh. there was a water truck involved and someone sprayed, <laughs> sprayed the oh, no. windshield and then no. someone almost got ran over and then I'm going to kick you in the nuts and... <laughs> Oh, this is like a full out. Like. This is a, yeah. This is, and my response at the time, yeah, candid about it is not my problem. You two are adults, yeah. figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. You're not going to fight on my site though. Like yep. I'll send you both home before. Yeah. Because we were doing a a job for our city, like a, a yeah. civil, civil landscape job. And uh, we just couldn't have the and fighting. You can't, there, ha- but- you can't have that there, right? Like, it's just, you can't have, and I mean, not that you should have it in residential either, but, you, you, you know, the city's definitely not going to want you having a full-out brawl on your site. Um, and this is, like, a couple years ago? Yeah, probably three years ago now. <laughs> I mean, they've, they've calmed down from that. Like, now you could, I, I feel like right? now you could do it. Like, before you start, start up in the season, like, get them both in a room and say, okay, like, so, it's, it's been two so- years. The old guy is part time now because he's gonna retire, or like he'll help out here and then. Um, my young guy, he's he's a great worker. I mean, yeah, uh, just they all have their quirks, right? Like you oh, all, yeah. you have to. Every single one of them has something that they're good at or great at, yeah, and something they're awful at. And communications good or communications bad, or following directions directions is good and bad. Like they're all, it's managing personalities it, yeah yeah i'm good at managing work not so much at managing personalities well it's hard to do it all yeah. so if you're in that role where you don't have you know support systems and kind of that structure in your overhead your office it's hard to do it all and that's why you get to the point where you're like figure it out yourself 
because you've already, you have too much on your plate and it's hard to do HR, you know, and, you know, payroll and all of the things and sell the jobs, quote the jobs, you know, all of those things. So at what point would you say a corporation or a company needs an HR? Like how many people is it worth bringing in an HR or is it an HR part of someone else's job? Like, is that a hat that someone else has to wear in the company and that you can't just have an well, HR? I think, I think you're all doing HR. You just don't, you just don't really think that you're, do, you know, you don't label it like, oh, I'm doing HR. You are all doing HR because you're managing people and employees. You're hiring, you're firing, you're giving people tasks, right? So everybody is, every business owner does HR. I think you need either somebody to take on part of the role when it becomes too much for you to do. When you've lost all control of, you know, what everybody's doing, what time they're showing up and kind of that, like any kind of employee structure, I think that you need either somebody dedicated for it or, or help with it. And you can even have a part-time, you know, HR person that comes in and does, you know, in a part-time capacity or at least assist you. But when you, when you feel like you've lost all control of everything, that's when you need it. Uh, I like to think uh, I have pretty good control over it. It's just that that's the the elephant in the room is that those guys and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like after two years, you got to give it up. These two that are fighting, like I'd I'd want to sit them down. I want to come and join you and sit down with them just to see if this is all over this. Like, I want to be there too. Lunch kit? This could be an episode. This, this could be a whole, episode. let's do it. Yeah, like who moves the lunch kit? Like you put the lunch kit on the ground and then what? You got the water truck out? Like I want to know the details. So, well, it's, we're in not our finest hour. We can go into this. Yeah. Um, a couple oh. of years back. Um, I think, so whenever we do sod, commercial sod, Um, we start at one side of the road, go down that side of the road, flip to the other side of the street, because we're usually doing city blocks out of time or whatever. Right. Um, and then back up the other side for some reason, they started not at the beginning, but maybe two or three houses over or whatever. And one of the dump trucks was in the way. So when the water truck got there, he had to move the dump truck in order to, Pull the water truck up beside and water, right? Um, The lunch kit must have been on the seat. Oh, no. And then it went to the floor, and maybe it spilled, or maybe it didn't. Something happened. fucking know. Something happened. With the lunch kit. Yeah. But then in the process of the truck being moved and the lunch kit falling on the floor or on the seat, whatever it is, um... The, the guy who drives that dump truck got pissed off because someone else was it moved his dump truck, and then gotcha. The the lunch kit falling was the the spark that oh, ignited yeah. the fucking yeah, whole thing. The war, and then, the war. Yeah, and then the dump truck. He moved the dump truck again, but the water truck guy almost got ran over, and he hosed the whole windshield. And then <laughs> there was a. There was a, an exchange of words, and then I'm not working with him, and this and that. And I said, oh, I yeah. just need you to finish watering. You're <laughs> yeah. the only one who can do the watering yeah. today, you know. And yeah. meanwhile, there's 20 pallets of sod sitting out in the 40 degree heat, and they can't stay yes. there. So, like, everybody has to do their job today. Like, yeah. it's a uh, 
And you were not, were you on site the whole time or no? I was on site. Yeah. I was laying yeah. with them. Yeah. 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 But then I got yeah. so frustrated, frustrated with the situation yeah. that now I have to go because I need a minute to, yeah, to before think I before lose I'm going to fucking yeah. lose it. And then nobody's, nobody, gonna have a job nobody's and, eating lunch. Nobody. I'm moving all your lunch kits. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not that kind of boss right so no i mean it's a what a nightmare of a day but uh it's really hard and it's like i do think that and i i don't think everybody has to like each other to work together because i don't think you're gonna like everybody but there has to be a way that we can be adults and work together um but it's really hard and i you know we've had a couple instances where you know somebody said i don't want to work with that person you know, and it's hard when you're moving the pieces and you need, you need, you need staff and we need you to go here. And that guy's going to be on that site. That girl's going to be on that site. You guys have to work together. You know, uh, it's hard. You need to sit them down. I just want to, I want to jump in and do HR consulting for an hour. Okay. Come on down. Come on down. We'll pay you <laughs> consulting for HR. And I want to dive can... into this. Yeah. Maybe that's uh, exactly a beautiful, what beautiful do. Cornwall. Beautiful yeah. Cornwall. Cornwall. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, I don't think I've ever uh, been to Cornwall. You're not missing much. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I go ahead. Someone else. I was gonna say I've I've when someone brings up an issue with someone else, um, I try to preach tolerance and, yeah. um. All I can't. Kelly used to be a a manager at the group homes, and everyone has an accommodation plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when when I was the when I was in HR back in the day, I had almost an accommodation plan for every staff member because every staff member needed something different from the company. Um, yeah, some yeah. some people. Um, are single moms and need to show can't be there at 6 30 but can be there at 6 45. yep uh, 15 minutes makes a total difference yep. in their life uh some some people have to leave to take their daughter endlessly to soccer in toronto <laughs> weird at, <laughs> at four o'clock yeah in the afternoon so it this year when people brought up potential issues i said okay the world is imperfect and these are the things that you need from the company. And perhaps these are the things that the other person needs from the company. And if you want, we can create a blanket policy for every, like our company's small enough that I'm like, we can treat people individually. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one person without a license, but that position, that position would have a truck. Um, but that person obviously can't have the truck. No. So, the the lead hand the, below him. The lead the hand's got the truck. Yeah. And with with yep. an under with an understanding yep. that that this truck actually is part of the so when someone comes in and says, Well, I don't know where that well, okay, well that's not really his truck. That truck really belongs to this person, but obviously it can't be there. And so I try to say to everybody, Yes, everyone has something different they need from us. Like from 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 Paver King Limited, including me, including Kel. Yeah. Everyone has something that they need from Paper King Limited, and it's a different thing for every single person. So we can either make a blanket set of rules that everyone has to follow and no one is fucking happy, or we have to accept that this person is accommodation or 
this person does an absolutely fantastic job, but is periodically 10 minutes late. Yeah. Um, you know, like that's the kind of thing that we, we worked, we've been working through as a company as, cause we got, you know, we grew um, and then it caught kind of like too many, but I think that we did, we're doing better with that. It's sort of seeing everyone has something different that that's important to them. And it's maybe someone hard. else isn't getting that. Yeah. Well, at your guys' size, that's yeah. totally different. It's like, it's like how many accommodations can you make, right? So if you've got, you know, one, you know, each crew, there's four different accommodations for timing or this or that. And, and I'm not saying not to make accommodations, um, but it's it's where do you where do you draw the line? Where is that blanket statement where, you know, at least minimum, we need eight hours of your time a day to be employed here or whatever you deem it to be. Um, and it, it, it's, it's really challenging because I think everybody leads a different life and everybody has challenges at home and, you know, different struggles. So it's, you do want to be accommodating. I would want to accommodate everybody, but we also have to make money to keep the company going and we have to, you know, it has to be fair across the board to everybody as well. Um, so it, there's a, it's a challenge in finding that like balance. So I think it's kudos to you that you're doing it in the way that you're open and transparent with everybody. Like this is what we're doing instead of doing the blanket statement. So you may see that this guy, you know, looks like he has the truck in the lead hand role, but it's really for the foreman. This person leaves a little bit early because they, you know, we're accommodating that or nobody gets any accommodations and these are the rules. Yeah. Right. We, yeah. I think it's a, I guess it's just a different work in environment, right? That's at one yeah. like when I started, if you weren't there at yeah six a.m., you were fired. You were fired, yeah. or you were like, you owed everybody coffee the next day, or you yeah. know you had the shit job for the day, you know that kind it of was, thing, right? For the foreman would lose it, um, and you know, and and even in like the the corporate jobs I worked, like you didn't, there was no accommodations. You were there they told you what time to be there and you were there, you know, you didn't get to, t- I didn't call the hospital and be like, Hey guys. Yeah. Sorry. It's a little late. Had to stop and pick up some groceries and you know, you know how, what life's like, I'll be there when I get there. You know, you can't, you just, that's not the way life works. Right. So I also think in 2023, especially at like post pandemic, I think that people's ideas and opinions of work have changed uh, and work-life balance has become a bigger like we've always said it, you know, we've been saying it probably for 10 years, oh, work-life balance, fine work-life balance. But I do think now people really do look at work and life and balance, you know, whether that be, you know, I'm able to work from home for one day a week, or I'm able to, you know, take off early to spend time with my children or whatever it is. I think in 2023, that's more prevalent than any year I've ever seen. Kind of uh, turn in a bit of a different direction. It, I think this is an HR thing. Uh, is there <laughs> is there value in company? <laughs> I'm not an HR person, so I wouldn't know. But is there value in company events and whether whether or not uh, on clock or off clock? What what's better? Do you think? I think there's a lot of value in company events where you get everybody in together in in some capacity, having fun outside of work. Some people really don't enjoy company events and will never go. Um, I want to get back to doing more of it. I think 
kind of the COVID thing really put a damper on doing those kind of like work social events where you get to be yourself and there you're not working. And, and I want to get back to doing a little bit more of that. I think even team building for crews, you know, whether it's like they go out every other Thursday, at least for an hour after they're done on site. And just that, like, again, that time away from work where they're socializing, I think is huge. Right. Um, So I'd like to see more of it. We used to do a thing um, at Ridge Lake. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Where uh, um, once a month, I would tell the, like the foreman they were supposed to take uh the crew out for like a real yeah. sit down a real sit down lunch not yeah. eating the the yeah. lunch lunch kit that fell on the floor in the water truck <laughs> it was um, a little soggy Nobody Nobody soggy. That, that day. Uh, <laughs> but like to go to a real restaurant yeah. not, not like a mcdonald like a real restaurant where you sit down and everyone has lunch together because yeah. i feel like sitting at a table face to face with yes. people takes something because on a site If you're in a disagreement, you can go sit by yourself or you can stay in the machine or you don't have to have the. You can be very solitary on a site. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so forcing people into that thing at least once a month was sort of a. And so we had that kind of policy where everyone was, they were supposed to do it once a month and take. I love it. Take It was, it was a good, it was actually a really good policy. It was a good. I think that's great. And the company paid for it, obviously. Right. Uh, begrudgingly, the owner of that company. Because <laughs> I think it's real. That's really important, right? And it's 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 something different, and they can you know be more human, um, and maybe then have compassion for their worker, their you know coworker about a certain thing going on in their life, and not get angry about the lunch kit. You never know. I also spent a lot of time last the last well the last three years stressing that we are a service based business. Yeah that that's what we do. We provide service. And if we're late or yes. we're in a bad yep. mood or yep. we're trying to smash through the windshield on the Bobcat because <laughs> yes. they, they clipped the side of your truck, maybe that happened. <laughs> I, like I, I, we are a service-based business and that's, yep. you know, one of the things I try to remind everyone is, that, and for us, you know, well, we provide a lot of trucking to you guys. Yeah, and if we were not on time, I, I like to think that we are generally known as an on-time, competent Absolutely. company that provides good service. So, you know, that's one of the, like those things matter to people somewhere down the line. Um, oh, it does, and know, I think that yeah. the way people see you when you're at work, your crews, right? If they're you know dressed profession professionally, you know, with their PPE on or, um, you know, working together, they're not screaming at each other. They're not yelling at the old lady who's yelling at them down the road or whatever it may be like that goes a long way for your GC, your client, whoever it is, the city, you know, Um, and we are, that's all we do is we service whoever we're working for. I think, was it Mike, was it you who said that you become the image of your biggest client? I said you, you, you be you I said you become like your biggest client. Yes. Yeah. So we've got this terrible problem in my city where our biggest clients are these old type construction guys, right? Yeah. This whole old mentality that we're gonna do what we want and we're gonna get the job done and it's gonna be done our way and it's gonna be loud and dirty and messy and and full of swear words and all this and we 
I don't want to say I hate it because I love it because that's what I've grown up yeah. learning, right? But how do I differentiate my company from their company when they're these multi-million dollar companies? Um, obviously, we love getting work from them, all of them, because there's three or four or five GCs that are very similar. Um, how do I not be like them whenever all my guys see them and think, well, they're, they're construction. It's working fine for them. Might as well work fine for us. That is tough. So do, are they working, they're working on site and some of their guys are working on site and they're seeing. Yeah. So like civil will be on site buttoning up gotcha. some stuff or whatever. And we'll be there prepping topsoil and sod and planting trees and, and all this stuff. And they're um, just swearing and like oh, yeah. old time construction. Yeah. 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 The good old days, right? Like, like the good old days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, it's really tough because I think that is becoming obsolete. Um, especially, you know, out this way, like can yeah, you imagine I mean, going to we've, a site in Toronto and having like that, like the yellow, I mean, you can still see it. We, we've talked about this before. You yeah. guys in Toronto are like yeah. 10 years ahead of yeah. my city in, in that scope of things, right? Like we're yeah. way behind, but. And we're, um, you know, we're, we're trying to, you know, have that kind of like professionalism and that st- structure in place and the, that professionalism to, keep working with large GCs that are very progressive and very, you know, corporate and, and all of those things. It's really tough to set a standard when you're, you're the site you're working for, you know, that's kind of that lead by example. It's no different. A GC is leading by example. So if your GCs are showing your guys kind of that unprofessional look of it's, that would be very hard to change other than setting your own standard and be, be being better than the GC. Right. So instead of becoming your favorite GC, be better than your GC is your motto. Yeah. Um, That's tough though. You know, cause uh, you're, if even if you're on a state where there's a bunch of swearing, you'll start swearing just, you know, it's just what what you do. It's a, yeah, it's a, and my guys don't mind it in the least. Right. But one day, like, Whenever you're hiring new people for you, if you're hiring new generational people, right? Like younger people, they might have yeah. an issue with that. Yeah. No, we've, we tend to attract the people that are rougher around the edges. I think um, just because even myself, like I don't, I'm not all that clean cut of a guy. Um, but I think, landscapers in general are sort of that fringe cowboys renegades yeah 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 Yeah, but i I think sometimes we get the worst of the worst i do think that yeah but i think that landscaping is kind of like that it's it's kind of ballsy in a way right because it's really like a it's it's you know, it's guys that started and they were helping somebody when they were in high school and then went and started, said, I'm going to make a business out of this and I'm going to do this on my own. So I, I think it's kind of a ballsy thing. Um, but you do get kind of that cowboy renegade, um, interesting kind of population. I don't think it, or I think it's made worse by the fact that there's no certification, like no Agreed. red seal for yep. landscaping, right? Like maybe. Yeah. And I don't know if that's coming or if it's uh, never going to happen or what, like, I, I, feel like but. I feel like it touches too much. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the problem. Like, yeah. Like if you're an electrician, you're dealing with electricity. You don't deal with electricity one day and then do porcelain tile on the roof the next day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you do electricity, yeah. you do electricity. If you're a carpenter, yeah. you're framing stuff, you're building things with wood, you're not building things with wood one day and welding up the truck frame the next day. No, you're not like, doing that. I, I feel like that's always going to be the challenge with, I mean, I've, I've been a member of LO. I've had been yeah. party to many discussions about this, but it's so hard. Like you're certifying every part of it when really you're touching so many parts. How do you cert like someone who knows everything about trees is not going to be familiar with the, the latest hardscape catalog or building. No. Like, yeah. like it, it's so tough to put a certification on it or put it like it's because you're just and, doing yeah. so many things. And there's so many skills that the guys learn, you know, by doing and being on site. Right. And, and it's art, it's also artistic and it's, I mean, there's so many things that go into making a great landscape. Um, realistically, okay. there would be like, you'd almost start subsections because there'd be like yep. an operator's union and a, yes. yep. a laborer's union. And yep. a, like, you know, you'd, you'd start to, so the, the guy who loves, the person who loves running the skid steer would be like, well, you can't, sorry, that's not part of your job anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, How do you do that? that and the person yeah. who, the person who runs the skid steer, they go to get out and, you know, rake some mulch around a tree at the end of the day. Cause they're trying to get home. Yeah. And the, whoa, whoa, that whoa, is whoa. not part of your job anymore. No. Uh, I call over the other guy. Does that happen in unionized landscape companies though? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I have. There are a couple in Ottawa. There's a few. Yeah. Unionized few. landscape companies, and I wonder, with a union rate on a laborer, how they're making money. Well, they're. they're I mean, so that I can tell you, they're just bidding against other. There's certain jobs that are only open to those companies, so they're only bidding against a company with the same labor rate. Yeah. But there's also a lot of jobs that they're bidding against me on, right? It could be. So they shouldn't be able to touch me because I'm not unionized. Well, they maybe. know their they know your num they know their numbers and we've established that you don't. And they know my number, <laughs> apparently. But... <laughs> uh, you established it, not me. I'm just repeating yeah. your own words. No, no, I you're right. It's a that's where it's a I think challenging. Yeah. All right, Trisha, I'm ready for your story. <laughs> oh the worst ever bring on your bring on your worst ever story okay worst ever story so <clears throat> i had a he was a fairly new employee i think he had been here a month and a half and he called in sick the one day and he said you know i'm not really feeling well i'm going to take the day off and he had left kind of a voicemail so i was like okay fine you know and it's kind of always that red flag like you're a month and a half in and you're already taking a sick day like come on <laughs> so then he went to site the next day and left by 11 and the foreman called me and said, I don't know about this new guy. <laughs> you know, he was off yesterday. Now he had to leave at 11. He says he's not feeling well. He might go to the hospital. So third day, he doesn't show up to work. No phone call, nothing. Like I get nothing. So I, I reach out to him and I leave a message or I reached out to him, left a message. And then I emailed him and I said, Hey, you know, we need to talk about this. You know, we, you know, you've only been here a month and a half. This is the third day in a row. And he goes, he responds back and he said, listen, I was at the hospital with a very serious problem yesterday and here is the proof and attached to this email is a picture of his groin 
in a large red bump that I cannot unsee for the life of me. (laughs) Nobody wants this ever in their email. Yeah. And no HR oh. woman wants this. <laughs> and uh, that that was it. And I will never wow. not, un- like, it's just, it was so, and it was like, you know how sometimes in an email you get like the full picture? It doesn't attach, like, just like in a picture. It was massive, like this red bump in this. It was the worst oh. thing I've ever seen. Oh, man. Yeah. So is he with the company still? Yeah. Or that was it? Like, yeah. that was. He then took the next day off and I said, please, no more pictures. Like, (laughs) I do not need any more pictures. I don't need proof. I understand you've got something going on. Um, And then he, yeah, he just kept taking day after day. So we just, yeah, we let him go. Yeah. Maybe he's still not cured. (laughs) I don't want want any proof. (laughs) I do not not want to ever see it again. It could have been on like Google, like, bad images you know like maybe it was maybe he just googled maybe maybe he actually did because it was like it was graphic and i was like who would ever send that <laughs> hr lady like, here's my proof it's in my groin and it's this picture like it was just oh yeah it was quite the day so wow. that's my that's my worst ever call in sick wow yeah i've had uh I can't come in. I drank some bad water. Bad water. Uh, bad water. Yeah, he got sick from some bad water in and, Canada. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he did a. <laughs> must have been that Cornwall water. Must yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> For some reason, one of uh, like back at Ridge Lake, one of our guys drank some pot. He actually works for us now, Bill. <laughs> Yeah. And I'll talk about Bill directly because he knows, this, and it's all over Instagram if you scroll back for enough. He drank some pond water, and I don't what? remember why. I don't, purpose? I, like, or did he just I, get some in his mouth or something? No, he drank. I think it was a hot day, and no, and he went for the pond water. No, we we had pumped the pond water into the tank on the water truck, and I think he might have drank the. But this was like five days later. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not." feeling good i'm i think it was the <laughs> pond water i'm like yo bro like if the pond water was gonna kill you that would have happened like no, no. that parasite took not, days to grow yeah. it took, i guess yeah there was, there's a tadpole in there that oh, turned into a, a frog whole, or something like there was a whole thing that went on like you gotta be really thirsty like to dying water, of thirst yeah. to pond water well, he did, I think he thought it could come from the hydrant, and it was in the... I still wouldn't drink it out of the fertilizer <laughs> no. tank. No. So, but, is, is there a policy now that says yeah. you cannot drink <laughs> yeah. the pond water. water on your site? Like, do not yeah. drink the pond water. Let's not... It's in the employee handbook, like when yeah, you do orientation, onboarding. <laughs> no, no, do not. You may, just want to let you know, on our sites, no pond water is, is drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite all time ever and uh ever someone had ever said to me and is i'm not near my boots <laughs> not near my boots <laughs> i was like okay cool can can you go I, near them or can you can you get near them today are, no are you within walking distance to the boots or no i'm no. not i literally was like can you get near them today no I was like, cool. All right. See all you right. tomorrow. 
Hopefully <laughs> cool, bro. Wake up closer to your boots your tomorrow. Boots. I guess you just yeah. Oh, yeah. My all-time favorite, all-time favorite um, thing was I'm I'm just not near my boots I'm today. Just not near them. That's okay. that's a good one. Did you cool. ask for a photo? We had a guy, a little guy, like this guy was a buck ten soaking wet. Like he was a small guy and like he was having a hard time lifting like a, what we would call a large rack. So a yeah. 13 by 19 or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so the guys were rousing him a bit about that. Turns out um, the guy actually got a worm from... He had recently visited Thailand or Indonesia oh, or something God. like that. And he ate some chicken, like from one of these street vendors that wasn't cooked oh, and God. ended up getting a parasite that actually like it <laughs> fucked him up. Like he was like, it didn't matter what death. he was eating, like yeah, what he could yeah. eat. He couldn't gain yeah, yeah, any weight. So, yeah. Oh God. So, I mean, the guys were rousing him. Cameron, you can't lift a the large wreck or whatever. Come on, you got to be able to lift more than that. The kid actually had a parasite. Like he, oh, did he God. take yeah. a picture of it and send it? No, no. <laughs> that would have been a cool picture. Yeah, that would have been a cool picture. <laughs> Better than mine. Uh, here's another favorite guy. He held the record, the all-time record. So, first, first thing about this guy was he was lactose intolerant, and he would come back. <laughs> from the store at lunch and and pound a thing of nacho cheese and be like, oh, I'm so sick now and go home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I'm lactose and time. Like, bro, you're eating cheese. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? But th- that's, that part of the story with this guy is funny. But the funniest part is he he showed up like he showed up say uh, September 29th and then never came back. Never? And we were, just never showed up again. We we're like, cool, yep. whatever. I mean, yeah, it's just landscaping, guys come it's, and go. It happens. Whatever. And then randomly on November 5th, <laughs> showed up and jumped in the van. No. <laughs> like, like, where have like, you been? <laughs> bro. <laughs> what it's been a month. <laughs> Did you let him? Did you let him work the day? Oh fuck yeah! I let awesome. him just to hear what the story. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I just we didn't. No one. I don't think we even asked him. He just and then he was he worked a week and was gone again. Hmm. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> like, he just like got it. <laughs> I was like, oh, and we oh. Had, at that place too. We had a lot of like, I had like sort of an open door policy. Like, go go. <laughs> And see if something's better. If it's not, just come back. Come back. And so maybe uh, he did that. Uh, well, that no was questions that asked. was before <laughs> we had this policy. That's when I was like just a foreman. I wasn't really yeah. in charge of anything. So, um, but yeah, he held the record for longest streak of not coming to work and like <laughs> maintaining his employment, which was like it's like he went and worked somewhere for five weeks and then was like, "This place is shit." I'm just gonna go back there, get in the van, like fuck all happened. <laughs> like nothing happened. It just, it just, hey. Yeah, it just showed up and um I went back to work. It was we we had a, a couple guys that would come and go and then they'd call me and they'd be like, Hey man, yeah. I really I really need work. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I need to work I'm, now because need I don't to have work. Any money. I'd be like, Okay. Oh, they would leave like sort of like 
six, eight months. And then they'd call me up and they'd be like, Hey Mike, like, cause everyone went through me. No one ever went through the boss. <laughs> hey Mike. So I went in and, uh, I said, Hey, this guy needs his job back. And he's like, Oh, we don't really need him right now. And I'm like, but we will in a couple of weeks. If you look at the board and I don't want him to go somewhere else. He's experienced and knows what he's doing. And he was like, Oh, uh, no, I don't want him to start. So then I would call it be like, okay, just come in on Monday and uh, just hide, hide at the the back of the, the back of the the safety huddle, and uh, I'll send you out to work and I'll tell the office you work here now. And I remember coming in like the trailer. Why the fuck is that guy here? And I'm like, oh, he works here now. It's all good. And it was like just like okay, no problem. And we all just went about our life. Like it was like it was so. It. I had one guy I hired back without telling uh, the owner. And at the safety huddle, he he was anxious and nervous, and he was a heavy vapor. Oh, and so he's at the back of the safety huddle, and he's he knows, should I be there? Should I not be? He's not 100% sure. It wasn't really cleared with the owner that he would be coming back to work. It was just me saying, yeah, just show up, man. I'll send you in a truck. Don't worry about it. And he, was, he wasn't just vaping. He was double vaping. Oh, my God. And he no. was just... And just like, the whole meeting was this cloud of vape. And I remember going into the the construction trailer after that. Why is he back here? I'm like, oh, he works here now. He it's works all here good. Again. It's all good. <laughs> because like, it's just. It's, I can't it's, stand those guys with the vape. Like those big, they, they're like, the, they're the size of your cell phone, those vapes. Those are them in their like upper pocket or whatever, and they fall out, and they have to stop raking to pick up their vape, (laughs) and then they're they're gonna have a a smoke of it or whatever, and then put it back, and then stretch, and then get back to raking. Want to pitch the thing across? You need a you need a no vaping policy. Yeah, we need a no vaping policy, and anytime like they're hooking up a machine in the morning or something, they're vaping or whatever. And the smoke, there's so much smoke out of these things. I think a machine's on fire. I've at least (laughs) five times. I've thought a machine is on fire. Run over. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've been vaping. Well, it's so different than, you know, I guess like you have to look at it like airlines, right? Like no smoking, no vaping. So same in landscaping. Like if you, if you're not letting the guys smoke while they're filling up the machine with gas, you shouldn't be allowed to to vape. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. It should be kind of the standard. We have no smoking stickers in our machines. Yeah, they're That's they're true, effective. Yeah. I they're think effective. it's a law to have them. Isn't it, it is. Oh yeah. 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 Well, yeah. And you weren't <laughs> supposed to be smoking in the in the machines and the trucks and all of that kind of stuff. And I think the yeah. same with vaping. Yeah. I wonder. A part of me wonders if some of them stay landscapers because they can smoke more throughout the day. They don't have to go to job as like. Yeah, like if they're a, a roofer or a landscaper, they. For us, at least, they can smoke yeah. while they're doing sod and all this shit, and while they're laying brick and all this stuff. But I mean, just because we don't have a policy that says they yeah. can't, but um, anywhere else, they they wouldn't be able to do that. Like, right well, there, and even, no on your um, commercial sites, though, there would be a yeah, like at policy. schools and stuff, they have yeah. to hit the road yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. They can't smoke out on site yeah. there. But like, yeah. Uh, yeah, if it if they're on like a big topsoil job somewhere they stop the machine and have their smoke or whatever yeah but i mean we're a little weird too we don't take uh like breaks in the morning we just work straight like any if you need a sandwich you go have a sandwich or whatever we don't have designated time because it sort of gets in our impedes our flow i guess but uh yeah and you're working on something you want to you want them to keep working on that task or they want to 
right? Yeah. Not stop midway through something. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and it works good for us. But I can't think of a time in the last 10 years or 15 years that I've brought a meal that I can eat with a fork at work. It's always been <laughs> handheld things for the past. And I think all the guys fell into that too. Like nobody brings a meal where you have a fork. We had one guy bring a microwave. With him? Yeah. Or yeah, did yeah. he oh, in yeah. the trailer? Full-size full microwave. He had it in the trailer. and uh, yeah, What was he, he wanted, heating up? I don't know. He was He was one of these muscle guys, so... Probably chicken and rice, or <laughs> chicken, you know, like <laughs> chicken, rice, and broccoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah lean protein, bro. Yeah. He actually yeah. got in a fight with my lead guy, and he ended up walking off the job. But his walk of shame was with the microwave. No, <laughs> <laughs> come on, we're out of here. <laughs> the microwave is That's awesome. I take like a full microwave, and I'm, and I'm going home. Yeah, that was it. Oh, Still, he's a good it. guy, but they yeah. didn't get along with uh, with the guy. Well, landscaping so. landscaping's not for everybody, and no. you know, certain career choices or people that you're going to work with aren't going to be for everybody, yeah. right? But yeah. taking your microwave and going home—that's that's a yeah. sad <laughs> Like a full set. There's there's no yeah. mini microwave, right? There's oh. only a full <laughs> yeah. size microwave. There's no travel size microwave. No. So, so he's just carrying it. Yeah, he carried oh, it. I love it. And he was out of there. But... Taking my microwave and I'm gone. Yeah, yeah I love it. You guys can it's suck it. It's a good walk of shame. Yeah, that was it. I don't know. The more I think, I probably have more stories there, but oh, oh, I forget half the. I'm They're sure I daily so much stuff happens that you just so much. It's like a, <laughs> just just it's like never a, ending. It's a never ending. Yeah, yeah, it a never ending swirl of stuff. But uh, landscaping is a unique culture. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. It is a, a unique, unique culture. culture. Yes, and yeah. and you either. Very few people that I encounter are you're either in or you're out. Yes. Yeah. There's there's not yep. like yeah, it's not it's not like you're a landscaper for a bit and then you, you're either in and you understand the lifestyle and you're gonna do this or you're you're out pretty quickly. You might do it for a season, you might do it for and, and bail or do it for a month, yeah. but you're either you're either in the whole Today we're doing trees. Tomorrow we're doing interlock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Today we're stripping forms because some yes. guy didn't show up to do it. And yeah. Yeah. We're picking up garbage and like it just it's yeah. even on a resi- like residential. We're doing the driveway. Now we're going up the side of the house. We're yeah. putting the fence back together. We're doing the irrigation system. Or you know, I think that it's such a wild. Either in or you're out. There's no if people don't stick around if they don't love yeah. it. And I think it's great because it is so versatile. You can't get bored. You're you're always doing something different. Um, which I think the guys like, right? Like your crew, you know, you move them around. They've all, the, every project brings something new and something challenging. It's hard to get bored. Yeah, totally agree. Except if you're at a project too long, then you get bored. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are we good, Mike? Do we have our time? Yeah, we're, we're well past that. I think we should respect oh, Trisha's time here and, <laughs> and wrap, wrap things up. Awesome. Thank you guys. Trisha, yeah, go ahead. Where, where can they find you? Where do they apply? Um, 
So um, what, you can go on our is website. Your, this is your sales pitch for oh, our two, sales we, pitch. we have about 250 listeners in the Dominican Republic. Oh no! Um, All right. No, no, I'm just joking. Two percent of our audience comes. Two percent of our audience comes in the Dominican Republic. Uh, Anyway, but I, you know, what I think you guys obviously I deal with your company. Yes. Uh, I think you guys have a unique um, and really good work environment. It's not perfect, but I think it's it's. We're working hard to change. I I don't think there's any company working harder, um, and knowing you and Joe, I don't think there's two people that work harder to provide a good environment. Thank you. Um, appreciate and you've, that. you've always done that for us too. And our guys. So, and we're, yeah, always I, so- I think that's important. That subcontractor part that you, they get treated just the same as you do your own stuff. Um, that's, you know, I think From that's day proper. One, always, yeah. It's awesome. So um, where, where do people find you? Where do they so apply? www.sitescape.ca is our website. Um, we're actually just in the middle of revamping it. So I'm not sure when this is going to air. It might have the new website. Um, our young Jack IT guy is fixing it. So it's, you can actually apply online and kind of answer a few questions and upload your resume. Um, you can send me a resume at careers at sitescape.ca. Um, you can send it to Trisha at sites at sitescape.ca, which is T-R-I-C-I-A. Um, and uh, yeah, or reach out on Instagram uh, at, at, at Sitescape, I think. Yep. And underscore. Yeah. Underscore. Yeah. You guys weren't quick enough. <laughs> we weren't. Just quick like enough. just like me. It's paver yeah. underscore king. Yeah. We wasn't quick, quick enough, enough on the job. Wasn't no. quick enough. Um, but yeah, I think we're hire- we're, we'll be doing a big hiring push soon. So we'll have ads on Indeed and all those kinds of things as well. So gearing awesome. up for the season thanks for having me guys this is really fun this is great thank, thank you. you so much oh i had a blast it was awesome i really want to come to the dispute resolution with the lunch kit <laughs> <laughs> really got to be a part of this one now i got to see it through I, we're it gonna film it someone better yeah, than let's film it. it's gonna be content like this is great <laughs> do it on <laughs> zoom you can zoom yeah. the dispute resolution yeah yeah i don't think either one of those guys would be up for that i no. don't not knowing no. it. <laughs> yeah. next, or... next time you're yeah. headed east, next time you're headed east, Trisha, you can go through Cornwall and yeah, yeah. I'll pop in. Yeah, yeah. we're right off the highway. Very easy. There to you find. go. Yeah.